Welcome to the Rebel Fitness Podcast, episode number 24. It is just... <coughs> it is Tuesday, December 29th, 2015. It's 11.09 a.m. I'm Robbie, that's Cindy. We own a fitness studio in Carmel, Indiana called Rebel Fitness. We teach Zumba, other fun forms of exercise, and we like to talk about different things on this podcast about how to make your life better. Today's topic is doing whatever it takes. And what does that mean? When should you do whatever it takes? And when should you not? Basically, commitment, I suppose you should say. Because the new year is coming around. Yes. Okay. And everybody's talking about resolutions. and. Okay, so first off, do you make resolutions? Well, kind of, but I don't... I don't I don't do it the way I used to. I used to like write down, okay, here are my New Year's resolutions. Um, but it got too depressing because I never kept them. Um, although when I look back now, some of them that I made, I kind of cycled in and out of. But now I am where I meant to be. It just took longer than a year, like like the way I eat. Um, and before I made that resolution many, many times that I was going to eat more healthfully. And I tried following what I thought was healthy then. And, and, and it, first of all, it wasn't healthy. I thought it was. It wasn't healthy. And, and so it didn't stick because I never felt good. Well, I think, okay, that is what I want to get to right away is that sticking to a resolution. The problem is, is that often the resolutions that we stick to, you have two competing forces. One is what your brain subconscious and actual like the stuff that's pumping your blood okay that has a very specific goal in mind and if that's not working right it can override anything you say like your conscious prefrontal cortex that does all the supposed decision making the rational stuff yeah it's actually a post hoc rationalizer so the the reptile brain inside that's doing all the heart pumping and all the real stuff that makes the decisions. Your prefrontal cortex will make post hoc rationalizations as to why you should do what it says. So when it says, so when you're when you're feeling good and your body's healthy and your reptile brain's not really paying attention, and it's just like, okay, I'm happy. You can do whatever you want. You say, I'm not going to eat cookies anymore. Then your prefrontal cortex makes the resolution, I'm not going to eat cookies anymore. But then your reptile brain is like a week later is like, I don't have enough calories in me. I'm addicted to sugar. I want cookies. And your brain in the front says, okay, I will come up with a reason as to why we can eat cookies, even though I said I'm not going to eat cookies. <laughs> <laughs> so to, that's the two things that are fighting against each other. And the reason, so for me, I've made resolutions and I've made the same resolution for like the last two or three years, which is go to bed early. Yes, you've been talking. You've talked about that for years now. For years, and I haven't stuck to it. I've made all I've made calendars and stuff, and I've told people, and I'd be like, "You got to hold me accountable." And all this accountability is like the dumbest thing. Like, whenever people say like, "Oh yeah, you got to hold me accountable," it's like it's not going to work. First of all, nobody wants to hold you accountable. Second of all, you will not let them hold you accountable. (laughs) And even just telling people, we talked about this on a really early podcast but there's research out there that shows that once you say i'm going to do that thing whatever it is your brain checks it off and goes yep i've done it (laughs) (laughs) and so then you don't have that motivation um you have to be really careful about what you tell your brain as far as what you what what you think you want to do okay well so i mean there's so many different things i want to say about this but let me just get into i want to go to bed at 10 p.m every night i already why is that 
I, I, why is it is because I feel so much better. And like, I just realized I'll have plenty of time. I got up at five 30 today, but I went to bed right at 10, got and then fell asleep immediately. Got up at five 30. That's seven and a half hours. That's plenty of sleep for me. And it's quality sleep. It's quality sleep. Yeah. It was like, I went to bed relatively soon after it got dark and I got up. It wasn't light out yet, but, <laughs> um, I was thinking about why it's possible to do it and why it's impossible to do it. And I figured out, cause I know I can't do it every single night. It just won't be a reality. And I finally came up with a resolution that I can stick to that is realistic. Okay. What is that? I will go to bed at 10 PM when nothing else is going on. So no more like I'm going to stay up to play on the internet. I'm going to stay up to watch YouTube videos. Like, when I'm traveling, when like I'm hanging out with somebody or those type of special things, fine. I can stay up later than that. But if I'm just at home by myself or just same old routine, there's no reason why I can't make that happen to go to bed at 10 p.m. every night. Yeah, I don't see any reason why you can't, except for that you never do. Right. So yeah. where is that? Like, where's what's, the, what's your the... thoughts on the the fact that I don't? Um. Well, I think it. I think it's all tied to there's a, a stream of things in in human existence that all have to be working at the same time for us to keep any of those things. I think first of all, your nutrition, your rest, your socialization, your learning and creativity, uh, and your silence. I think unless you have all of those, no matter what resolutions that you make, you're easily derailed. So you're going along just fine, going to sleep at 10 o'clock, you're eating well, and then somewhere along the line, you're on a special occasion or something, and you eat sugar by accident. Let's just say it's just by accident. Um, because you didn't know it was in something that you ate. And then your brain forgets how important the other pieces are and goes, well, we dropped that one. I'm I'm going to stay up and play on the internet tonight because something's not operating properly. And that's, it, I think that's the difficulty for most people is that there's always some competing thing preventing you from, not not preventing but interfering with what your rational mind is trying to tell you to do. So for instance, um, the, the resolution that I made for years to eat more healthfully. Well, in the, in the process of doing that, I was, you know, back when they said, you know, low fat, high carbs, um, which only caused me to gain like 40 pounds. <laughs> but it also affected my brain. So I'm trying, I'm trying to, you know, feel better, eat healthy, lose weight, blah, blah, blah. And I'm doing exactly the wrong thing. And, and then I'm like, well, screw it. I, you know, if I'm, if I'm going to gain weight anyway, I'm eating chocolate cake or whatever it might be. So I think once I, once I actually found out what is healthy for my body to eat, the, it took a while, but now I, now I feel it. Now I know when I, when I eat something really healthy, I feel really good. Then it helps me go to bed earlier and then when I go to bed earlier I have more energy during the day so I I do my creative things or I read or I, I have my silence I, I, get, I get just it's like a snowball effect so for you on your sleeping I think that's what happens is you're you're going along just fine going to bed at 10 o'clock at night and then you feel so good that you feel invincible 
Yes. <laughs> yes, that is what <laughs> and happens. And then you overexercise or you eat something you shouldn't. Um, stay up late. And then, and then immediately you stay up late. You think, oh, it can't be the sleep. Oh, it can't yeah. be the food. And, and you rationalize yourself into doing what you know is going to derail you. Well, I think that's kind of the problem is a lot of the things that we do are not such a big deal at the time. It's just everything adds up. I think that's the problem is that it's really hard to look at the big picture for anything. Oh, yeah. It's like you can see like I could go eat a cookie right now. Right. And it's not a big deal. It's like it's all feel whatever today and I'll probably feel fine. But then the next day is like, oh, I'll just eat another one. Another Didn't one, hurt me yesterday. Another one. Another one. Another one. And then it just adds up after a while. Like there's uh, the sleep cycle app that I use. And then you just see, you're just like, oh, I've been going to bed relatively early. No, you haven't. You've gone to bed at two for like the past three months. Like <laughs> your just average look is at the 2 graph. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Well, the, the next question I want to ask then is like, when should you, okay, there's different levels of commitment, right? And then the maximum one is whatever it takes. Mm -hmm. Like that's like serial killer level of commitment right there. That's not what I meant to say. (laughs) Psychotic level of commitment. Like you just commit to something at the exclusion of everything else. I think there's very few things that you should commit to like that. That's just my opinion. Because it's just like such an unbelievable sacrifice to do that. But... I think there are some things that maybe you do just want to commit to it, whatever it takes, because that's the only way you can actually make it happen. But I think it's okay to make commitments that are just like, I will do it when it's convenient. But I think the most important thing is to just be honest about what your level of commitment is to something. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think, well, I I think we talked a a little (laughs) bit about this once when we talked about procrastination, but I read this book about a long time ago about overcoming procrastination, which I think a lot of people have. And most of our procrastination is, uh, I believe, based on fear that it won't work out well. Um, And so you just don't do it until you absolutely have to. Um, But one of the things that it said is when when you hyper commit, and I think that might even be the term they used, hyper commit, or maybe I'm making that up, but that kind of do whatever it takes some portion of your brain is going, you can't tell me what to do. And it rebels because it, I think, I think our souls, our cells, our brain, everything knows that life is not a straight line. It's just not a straight line. So hyper committing to something, unless it is absolutely crucial to your survival, is not going to happen. Well, I, I just realized we talked about this in the goals episode. Oh, yeah, we did. We did. So let's let's bring the focus more to the specifically New Year's resolutions. Okay. Okay. So people make New Year's resolutions. And I think that's like a, I think that's just fun. You know, like there's, you hear people like, this is going to sound kind of like haterish and it probably is, but like you hear people like, oh, why wait until New Year's to make a commitment? If you're just going to do something, do it now. It's like as if you're so good that you can just make a change at any time and all of what was stopping you is you. Whether that's true or not, lots of times it is true. But like, come on, man. Have a heart. Like, (laughs) I I have a theory. Here's my theory because um, it's how I think we we can make it. I, I think this is a necessary component to any change. And that is you need refueling regularly. 
And the new year is a time when everybody refuels each other because we talk about it. Oh, yeah. You know, we really, you know, make each other enthusiastic. We we support it. We are, we're talking about it. It's just that it fades away after a little while. And that's why we, anything that you're going to do, you're going to drive a car, you got to stop and refuel it once in a while. <coughs> if you're going to, you know, hike up a hill, you got to stop and rest and eat once in a while. You know, if you're going to hike for miles all the time, we have to refuel. And we only think about it in the actual consumption of food. But that's not true in any endeavor that we have. You have to have things that re-excite you. Um, for me, when I start kind of trailing off on my nutritional stuff, I find another book that takes another another look at what's nutritionally sound or I find a research thing or I listen to a podcast which I'm just learning how to find those which is really exciting (laughs) Um, but you have to have that refueling which is is why I think New Year's resolutions are so popular it's because it's a jolt of enthusiasm for living the life you really want to live being the best version of yourself so I I, I don't think there's anything wrong with them and when people poo-poo them you know well they never work Okay, doesn't mean you shouldn't do them. <laughs> That's a good point. I mean, like, even if you don't stick with it through the whole year, was it not worthwhile to have tried for like a month or two? Yeah. I mean, it's funny because like every year, like, I mean, if you've been to our studio, you know, every year, January, more people come to the studio. Mm-hmm. It's just that's people commit to it. And they're like, I want to, I want to make this happen. So for me, what I was thinking about recently is that, I'm tired of, like, you know, it's like, remember, maybe I've only talked to you about this in person, not on the podcast, but I'm tired of people saying life is hard. Not because it's not hard. It's just because like, I'm like, no, we're not losing to life. You know what I'm saying? Like life is our ally and it oh, should yeah. be like every day should be a freaking celebration. And when it's not like, I want to know why it's not. I want to know why there are days where I'm like, I don't feel like doing anything. I want to know why there are days where I'm like, oh, why even bother doing stuff? I just, Not only does it just fascinate me, the fact that we don't stay excited to live every day, but just I want very badly to be excited about life every day. So like I refuse to accept that that is the way life is and that there is going to be bad days. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, or even if there is bad days, I want those to be the best, like the most dramatic bad days. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to be like, I want to go down in flames if I'm going down, you know? Yeah. Well, we've talked about this a lot in many of our podcasts that all those kind of struggles, the bad days are our, our, our opportunity to choose a way of being. No. Maybe when you're sad, you can't, or something bad happens, you can't just ignore that. You can't just stuff that down and repress it. It's got to come out. But it doesn't have to undo the rest of, of your life. It does, it, it's not the end of the world that you're having a bad day. It's not um, when you, you have a bad day, you don't feel good, so you stay up late, you eat crappy food, you, you know, don't do anything productive, it doesn't have to derail tomorrow or the next oh, that's day. that's a good point, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's that falling off the horse, getting back up on it. And 
and being forgiving and loving it to yourself as you would be somebody else. But I'll go back to the refueling. That's hard to do unless you're talking to each other about it. I think I think we've decided that what we want to do for our students and ourselves this year on our resolutions is somehow figure out a way to refuel everybody regularly. You know, I, I don't think we figured out what that is yet. And anybody got any ideas? We'd love to hear them. But even just being reminded that you had resolutions and if you've dropped them, you know, maybe, you know, the middle of January, people are starting to fall off or like, Hey, hey, let's remember you had these resolutions, so you've stopped coming for a few days. Start again. Start today. Right. You know, renew renew your resolution today. Don't wait till January. Go ahead and redo it today, and we'll help in some way of helping each other. Just like, you know, we made a few uh, resolutions last night about the studio because, you know, six months ago, it's actually six months now, we started our new business model. We spent a lot of time the first three or four months, you know, connecting with people, following up, doing all that kind of stuff. Then the holidays came and we've sort of fallen off as well. And we made resolutions last night that we need to. These are the things. This is how we're going to operate our business. We need to do that every day. But the biggest resolution in, in my mind that we made yesterday was that every morning we're going to we're going to give each other a pep talk about it. We're not going to let it slide. You know, if one of us is gone or one of us is sick, whatever, still have to get enthusiastic about running our business that way um, and connecting with people in the way that, that we want to do. And not just when it's not just when it's convenient, but some of them we've said, we're going to do whatever it takes. Yeah. So there's a thing that we do for my YouTube channel. We came up with this thing called Greedo. So Greedo is a character from Star Wars. And then it, it started out from Creed. So like we had this creed that even when you don't feel like setting up the camera, even when it's uncomfortable and cold outside, you take the effort to get a nice looking shot and do the 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 work ahead of time to make the final product good. And like a lot of times it is unpleasant and it takes a lot of work and you just do it anyway. That's the, the basic gist of when we say Greedo to each other. It's like, remember the Greedo, which is that, I don't care if you don't feel like doing it. You know what you want out of this. The only way to get it is to do that thing that you don't want to do. So in the same way, that's kind of what resolutions are all about. It's like, you know that it's hard. If it was hard, you wouldn't make a resolution. If it was easy, you wouldn't make a resolution, you mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. If it was easy, you just do it. Yeah. Right? It's like, who makes a resolution? I'm going to eat 800 Oreos in this year. Yeah. And, and they wouldn't two have Oreos any Oreos a day. That'd be so easy. I was like, I could get that in like two months. <laughs> but to eat zero Oreos in a year, that takes more effort, right? Where was I going with this? We're talking about the Greedo. And, yeah, and, the Greedo. And, and, and for us, we, we just, last night, sort of made up our Greedo for... Oh, I know where I was going. I was going is that um, it, the if you want to commit to something, I found that... You have to either get really excited about it or just say, I'm just going to do it anyway. Like, even if I'm not excited about it, I'm just going to decide that's what I'm going to do. But I think the, no, actually the ultimate thing I want to talk about is the why of it. I think that's what a lot of people get caught up on. Like myself, for instance, sometimes I'm like, I'll save money. I want to save some money. And then I'm like, well, I have enough money right now. Why would I save money? 
And then I just ask myself that question. It's like, that's kind of the thing. It's like, if I don't find a good reason why I'm saving money, I'm not going to do it. And in the same way, if I can't find a good reason to go to sleep every night, then it doesn't make, why would I go to sleep early? Mm-hmm. You know? So like, I think that's kind of what gets a lot, because what gets me to stop when I want to commit to something later on, I'm just like, why did I, com- why did I want to do that so badly? Like, what good is that actually going to do? And I think whatever you do commit to, whatever it takes, like on that level of commitment, it has to be something that you have a good reason for it. Yeah. And I I think that applies to everybody. Like my retainer. I don't wear my retainer every night because I'm like, well, it doesn't get that out of place. I usually get back on it every now and then and it's fine. So I don't see any reason to wear it every night. So anytime I think like, oh, I should start wearing this every night, I don't because I'm like, that's not a good enough reason. And yeah. If it's not if it's not causing a problem, well, I think that is for the the health type things. You know, those of us who who need to lose some weight or um, you know just want to eat better because you feel better, you know, have less pain, less you know whatever it might be. Are you checking your teeth? Yeah, I was checking my teeth. I was like, <laughs> is that actually true? Are they still straight enough? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> um, but. Sometimes we make the resolution because we think we need to or because somebody else wants us to or mm, yeah. or we've heard that's, you know, you know, a million people. Well, that's that's a gross underestimate. A majority of people make the resolution about their health of some kind. Either I need to lose weight. I need to do this or I need to exercise more, whatever it is. And they're not making it because they truly feel the connection that that the reason is that I'm doing it because I want to have a better life and I will have a better life if I feel good every day. You know, the days that you wake up and you feel really good, I don't care what happens during the day. You handle it just fine. And I mean, by saying you, I mean, everybody and me too. When, when I wake up and my bones are creaking, all my muscles are achy and, I got a headache or, you know, whatever it might be, which is what happens when I don't, when I over-exercise, I don't eat, in the, I, I don't eat properly or I don't rest properly, all of those things, then it is hard to get motivated about anything. But many people make that resolution to eat better, first of all, without knowing what that means, what, what it really means for their, their particular body to eat better. And they don't, they don't make that connection that it is so... Every day I will feel better and better and life will feel life in general will feel better. Same way as I, I'm going to drink more water. And why do you want to drink more water? Well, because the doctor says I need to, or the book says I need to, but, but, but why, why, what will that do for you? And, and, and of course there's very specific things that will do as far as helping regulate your brain, help you regulate the rest of your body. You, you got to have water and none of us, not none of us, many people don't drink enough. Not understanding what the actual reason is, as opposed to the, you know, common knowledge reason. Everybody knows you need to eat better. <laughs> that, that's just common knowledge. Very few people know what, what your body needs to be eating better. So I, I think everybody's like you. They need to have reason you need to have a good reason to do what you're doing. But if you're uneducated about it, then then you can't, you, you don't know what the good reason is. 
Well, I, I'm well. My thought is, is that your reason needs to be your reason. So, like, if your if your reason is just simply an ethere- ethereal concept, like I want to be healthier. Why on earth do you want to be healthier? Who cares, right? What you want is an experience. You want the experience of feeling good every day because you like to feel good. That's the why that you need to keep in mind. Like for me, going to sleep early, the reason I want to go to sleep early is because I have all these things I want to do that I love doing, but I only enjoy them when I feel good. And I want to do those things and enjoy them. That is the reason why I'm going to sleep early. That is the reason why I'm trying to get the studio in order is because I love teaching classes. I hate the fact that we have bills to pay. (laughs) So I want to get those bills taken care of. I want those done. Like I want them, like I want to know there's money coming in. We got enough money to pay them. We're not going to have to think about that. Like I, there's, I like writing music all the time. I never write music because I don't have time. I'm doing too many other things. I'm tired of those being in the way. So like my, that's kind of like my other, just more general resolution. It's like, I'm getting those things out of the way. Like there's, I'm making that happen. Like, I can't remember if I was talking about on this, but I think I was, I was saying that my life is going to be perfect. Even if it's just going to be for 10 minutes, (laughs) I'm going to make my life perfect. And then I was like, well, of course it's just attitude, whatever. But I mean, just on a very shallow surface level, I want all of those things taken care of. And I, I believe that so hard that I'm going to do it, that it's already done. It's just, I'm on my steps to getting that to that. Yeah. I, I, I agree with that. And I think that at least for me, maintenance is the hardest part of that right i one of my resolutions for this year is to get my maintenance routines in order so that i do them regularly like like cleaning the house i I look back and i used to give my mom such a hard time about this but at least it worked every saturday we could, the kids that are in our family could not go anywhere or do anything until we cleaned the house. We polished the furniture. We ran the vacuum sweeper. We did the laundry. We changed our sheets. We, you know, everything, you know, we cleaned the bathrooms. Everything was done on Saturday. And we started out the week again. By the end of the week, it might be a total mess. Wow, that's like such a prime example of psychology of where you're like, oh, it's snowing. Um, <laughs> oh, it is. Lovely. Of like you've been forced to do something so then then when you actually have freedom and you can do whatever you literally hurt yourself by not doing that thing that was good for you because you were forced to do it. absolutely absolutely i can remember i can remember my friends debbie and tina would come over and help me so i could leave earlier and 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 they remember it too and all i can remember was always going when i'm an adult and i have kids we are not doing this this is not what we're doing we are not doing it of course um, one of my friends that a cleaning lady who came and did cleaning at their house had <laughs> <laughs> another friend whose family just like every day they had to clean. So it, I, I totally went the opposite as far as, you know, people probably think my house is like totally gross and, and it has been on occasion, but for the most part, it's just cluttered. Um <laughs> Sunjan, one time he came in and he was like, dude, we can't make sauerkraut in here. This is like a petri dish in this kitchen. <laughs> it was disgusting. It was like, it was like an abandoned house. 
<laughs> we just somebody just abandoned it, left the dishes in the sink. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to throw you under the bus, but I totally threw you under the bus there. <laughs> That's all right. I can take it. Um, if it were a lie, I'd be upset, but it's not a lie. Um, but you're right. That that's uh, Alan. I think I think you have to keep that in mind on resolutions and anything. Um, that if you were doing it because you were you know you were forced to, it is much harder to call it your own. Now, if I had raising of my children to do over again, knowing everything that I know now. I think I would try to make maintenance and of, you know, just daily maintenance, things that you have to do because they have to get done. I would find a way to make that our choice as opposed to something we're forced to do. Um, and it's harder to learn that as an adult. I mean, God knows I'm having tons of trouble with it, but I, I'm, I am getting better. When we cleaned out my kitchen you and I together and you were forcing me to get rid of stuff and I, I, I wanted to puke the whole time I just was nauseous it was so hard to do even stuff I hadn't used for a long time or stuff that I I knew I shouldn't eat to get rid of those staples flour and other things while you were gone in Japan though I started because you said it was important to you to have a clutter-free place I, I decided to focus on that because I'm a lot better at doing things for other people than for myself, <laughs> <laughs> which my friend Rebecca said, we need to talk about that. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, yeah, yeah, I understand. But as I was cleaning out closets and drawers and things inside the house while you were gone, I actually did enjoy it. And I was, it did take a couple of tries, like I'd get done with a whole, you know, box or two and then look at what I'd kept and go yeah, that was not brutal enough you need to be more brutal and and go back and do it again I, there may come a time when I I realize I threw something away that I I really wish I hadn't I don't think so but it's possible but for the most part it was it was in it was an enjoyable experience but I I think for the first time I did it with the idea that I was making that choice mm, nobody's yeah. forcing me into yeah. it I am going to make a choice it is my decision wholly and completely so I, I had no trouble doing it i think that's the big thing right it's like whatever you're doing it has to be like your choice and like it just i mean like that on anything right like and being really honest about it like so if you want to eat unhealthy and you've got a bad looking body because of it you like I, I remember specifically like there's a guy Jim Zarvos we took a leadership class that he had like a seminar we went to his seminar and one of the things he talked about was levels of commitment and he was like I'm like I would like to be uh healthier but I actually don't want to be healthier because I clearly like food more than I like Feeling exercising good. or yeah. whatever so he was like so I'm just I'm very honest about that it's like you can look at my stomach. <laughs> like you can see that I like lasagna more than I like uh, eating healthily. And I think w that's like the big disconnect, right? And just everything in our life is that we're not, we don't often enough own our choices. Like we say, oh, I hate this about my job and whatever. It's like, look, man, don't let, oh, I heard something really good lately. It was like, don't let anybody con you into being unhappy. Okay, like you have the power to be happy anytime, even if you're being taken advantage of. Like if you're working for $5 an hour or whatever, 
and you're doing way more work than anybody else and you're not getting paid enough and you don't have any power to change it right now, you don't have to complain about that. And you don't have to worry about people saying like, oh, you're getting suckered or whatever. I did a music video recently. I got paid $300 to do it. I worked on it probably like 30 hours, okay? I don't know, what what does that come to? $10 an hour? $10 an hour. hour. (laughs) $10 an hour. That is incredibly lower than any other video work that I do. But, and people, a few people were like, oh, you have to charge more than that. I was like, I know exactly how much I should charge for that. I know how much they were willing to pay. I'm, I made the conscious decision. I was like, I would like to do this. I don't care how much I get paid. They can pay me whatever they can do. And I will be perfectly happy with it. Like, consequently, I don't feel even a shred of anything about that money. I was happy to do it. I was glad to do it. I was glad to get the money. Like, everything was great. But it was because beforehand I made that decision. I was like, I don't, nobody's going to talk me out of this being a good idea. This was a great idea. I'm happy with what I did. I know exactly how much I got. And it's like, it was great. But when you're like, when you don't no, really. No, wait, wait, wait. Before you go to the butt, yeah. I just want you to notice that for the first time on on this podcast for sure, but in your life, I think, <laughs> other people had an opinion that you were doing something wrong and you didn't have a response to it. You're just like, whatever. You think what you want. Yeah, that's a that's a big that's a theme you've had in all the podcasts. Yeah, yeah, that's no, awesome. That's a step for me for sure. Sorry that I was just hit your train of thought. But yeah, that I, I just totally I think that's that. really really important <laughs> that you made the choice. Yeah, no, it's it's weird okay though it. because like a lot of times I'm gonna give a funny example, okay? Because I don't know if I want to say this. Okay, I um, decided not to say that example, but it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but yeah, just like all these podcasts have a theme. Like it's basically just being honest with yourself, sticking to what you want to stick to, you know, and like yeah. knowing your reasons. Like I think we're very much storytellers as humans. Like I think we're the universe's storytellers. Like I think, here's the thing a lot of times the thing. It's really weird that we have a sense of like, don't do this, don't do that, this is bad, and all that, because we are products of the universe. The universe produced us. So if anybody's to blame, it's the universe, okay? (laughs) Like, it's weird how we separate that and be like, oh, the universe gave me all this, and somehow I screwed it up. No, 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 you are the universe. The universe is screwing itself up. Yeah. Okay. So, or, or not. Or maybe this is exactly the way it's supposed to be. No, that's what I mean. Yeah. I mean, I'm saying it's exactly the way it's supposed to be. But I mean, like, if anything, it's the universe screwing itself up. It's not us screwing it up in the universe. That maybe I'm not making too much sense. <laughs> but the point of what I'm trying to say is that we are... The, I'll let you continue. <laughs> Okay, well, I, I I like that idea that we are a universe of storytellers because that is exactly what we are. In fact, our reactions to everything that happened depends on the story we're telling ourselves about it. Yeah. Yeah, every single thing. Like, like oh my gosh, I, you know, my, my friend was, my friend did this or that and it upset me then the stories that we tell ourselves about that incident color that relationship for the rest of your life. 
where you can tell the story, oh, my friend did this and that upset me. So, of course, they must not like me as much as I thought they did. So if they don't like me, I don't like them, blah, 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 blah. And and, and suddenly you don't have a relationship with that person anymore or you have an antagonistic relationship. But if your story instead is, oh, my friend must really be suffering and something's wrong because I know they care about me and I care about them. So that behavior is abnormal. Oh, I'm going to go talk to my friend. And if my friend doesn't want to talk, then I'm going to give them the space that they need. That story gives a whole different result than the story, than the first story. And every single experience we have, we make a judgment about it and we tell a story about it to ourselves. Sometimes we even because our story, I think sometimes because we doubted ourselves, we doubt that we're right. So then we have to recruit other people to believe our story. Mm. We tell the whole story. I'll even talk a little bit about your, your, your thing last night um, with someone not, not doing what you wanted them to do. You know, the, there's a million ways to tell that story. And each one of them will have a different outcome. Um, sometimes the best thing to do is to tell other people not not necessarily to convince them that you're right but to get their or convince them that you are right but to get their take on it like am i overreacting am i telling the wrong story what other stories could be told here because unless you can get in somebody else's brain you're free to make up whatever story you want and people do it all the time well i know he thinks this no you don't <laughs> You've convinced yourself based on the facts that you have that he thinks this or that, but you don't know. You only know what you think and how you feel. You cannot feel somebody else's feelings. You can't think their thoughts. You can't control them. So we have a right to make up a story every day, all day long. Like there's, you know, you'll see generations talking about other generations, you know, the younger generation thinks that the older generation, what the crap they're doing. The older generation doesn't think the younger generation, you know, they call it the quote generation gap, which is a whole new term made up for everybody telling their own story and thinking that everybody's story should be the same. When, of course, that's not accurate. If everything were always the same, we'd still be living in caves. It, it, it you know, changes and evolves and everybody's entitled to make up their own stories. But I like that. We're a universe of storytellers because that is the most accurate thing you can say about us as humans. Yeah, no, I mean, it's just a chance for the universe to actually be aware of itself. You know, it's like if everybody was just unconscious and doing stuff, then it, it, what would be the fun in that? I think that's the whole point. That's my point of human existence is to to do things and see things. I call it living and reliving. <laughs> it's why I like vlogging so, so much. It's like I do something and then I get to look at it and I'm like, oh, that was that was great, wasn't it? And then you get to like put another spin on it with music and editing and stuff. And it's just interesting to me. Like I, I like that sense of like, I don't know, just analyzing. I like the sense of you get to choose your own meaning. Like I just, there's so much freedom in that, man. There's so much freedom in getting to create who you are. And I think that's the biggest tragedy that we can fall befall upon ourselves is when we give that up and we say that this is just the way it is. No, it's not. You get to decide the way it is yeah. period. Like, and people will tell you that it's not, they're going to tell you over and over like, Oh, it's like this. It's like that. And the only 
rational response to that is like, maybe so. This, I, you could be right. Yeah. Get, I'm going to, I'm going to choose a different story. Yeah. It's, it's, it was funny. It's like, I always come back to just the, the simple, the simple one. It's just like, I could just stop doing everything, you know, and I could just be a bum yeah. and people will have things to say about that. And I'm like, what are you doing? And I'm like, well, I don't know. I'm doing this. Well, and plenty of people are doing it. Yeah. But they're feeling ashamed of it. But I feel like whatever you're doing, it's kind of weird because in a sense, it, it can lead to some type of ba- some bad things. Like you get people who start wars and they don't feel bad about it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, I'm, I'm in the right. And they're sure that they're right. And no matter how much you try to convince them, you can't convince them that they're wrong. I have more faith in myself that I know that I can be very sure of myself and if I'm not doing something bad, I will be sure of myself that I'm not doing something bad. Now, I mean, most of my life I haven't lived that way. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I, there's everybody has a good internal barometer, I feel like. I just trust that. I mean, I could be wrong, right or wrong, but you can tell me if I'm right or wrong, and I'll say, maybe so. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody has a good barometer of what's right and wrong. And like, I think the best way to go about your business is if you are, if you're like, I'm not doing anything bad, just like, shoot right ahead with it and go with it so if you want to like just drop everything and be a bum just do it man it's like you're part of the universe the universe doesn't care what happens it's just like here let's do it and go do it like you've you were dead for a million years before you were born much longer than that you're gonna be dead for many years after that and it's such a short period of time and i cannot i cannot believe that there is a god or a universe or anything that would have created human beings for the purpose of having a life of suffering that just does not compute for yeah, me yeah wh- what's the point what's the point of that what's the point is there yeah. some you know big kid in the sky with a magnifying glass burning us you know like there's and even if just, there is he's a product of the universe too yeah so it's like, but I but I don't believe there is, which is why I don't believe that our main purpose here is to suffer. You know, and there are plenty of religions and plenty of people in general who think that that's that you know that is what we're here for is to suffer so we can live a better life after we die, which just doesn't compute for me. Well, you know what's funny is that even Buddhism says that life is suffering. It's a little more nuanced than that. It's more like your thoughts about life is suffering but it's well actually you know i guess when you take the nuance into account then yeah it's basically lines up but basically it's just like drop your bad meanings about drop your bad stories about life like stop a better storyteller yeah yeah (laughs) no it's like um it's so easy to be like oh man i'm not i'm not getting mine like i'm not i'm like everybody else is getting theirs i'm not getting mine like no or everybody else is stupid and you're smart everybody in the world is stupid (laughs) except me right that's homer simpson yeah for those of you don't know um man that was quite a tangent so i don't remember you make it into your resolution (laughs) (laughs) yes and they're two and they go together okay okay one of them is well actually there's three because the third one is the refueling part but one is to continue continue my journey of decluttering okay that i'm gonna that and to be more consistent 
in my health habits because I have good health habits. I'm just not consistent as much as I should be. I have trouble going to bed early, especially if I exercise in the evening. Um, so I, I, I want to be more consistent in doing that. And then the third one is, is to refuel my desire to be committed to those resolutions regularly. And I think that's, I think that will be the key to anything that I do from now on is, you know, regularly I have to be refueled. Yeah, refueling is really important. It is. And and that's where well, that's I kind of th- what sleep is actually. Well, it is. It's regeneration, but the the waking up and remembering like like I am terrible about making lists, writing things on calendars and then never looking at them again. I know. You know, come on, I know you know that. <laughs> I'm telling the world that. Um All right, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> but if I well, maybe that should be my 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 other resolution is to look at my calendar every day. Um because that would help me refuel my commitment to the things I want to do instead of going, oh, crap, I forgot I got this tomorrow or crap, I forgot oh, yeah. that I have this an hour ago. Well, I'm actually terrible at looking at my calendar, too. That's why I don't take notes on anything. I never take notes because I won't read those. Well, that's the funny thing. I will read notes. Oh, interesting. I reread my notes all the time, kind of like I read listen to the podcast. Oh. Um, you know, I'm kind of like you looking at your vlogs. Um I listen to our podcast all the time because it reminds me of what I want to think about. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. is, this one's going to be a big one for me because as I'm, it's going to be one of my ways of refueling is to go listen to our resolutions podcast because it helps remind me. And, and sometimes I'm listening to them and I hear myself say something and I go, yeah, but man, why didn't you go ahead and say this? Well, because I didn't think of it or I would have. Um, but every time it gets a little bit better. I've even once or twice taken notes about the podcast as I'm <laughs> listening to the podcast that we did. Um, but I do listen. But but calendars and lists, no. No, I just cannot look at those. I don't know why. We have a student who is a very organized person. And she'll know I'm talking about her as soon as she hears this. But she sets alarms for everything that she wants to do during the day. Um and she makes lists. She writes everything down and she crosses okay, everything. Okay, perfect. Yeah. The meaning of that. Yeah. Why does she do that? Um, and why would you want to do it? Well. That's the. Yeah. Apparently, I don't want to do it because I don't do it. Um, she has told me about it because I have forgotten important things for the studio that she happens to notice. Like she'll be the one to come around and go, come over and go, yeah, you have a couple of light bulbs out in the studio. There's one, this one's on this row, this one's on that row. Um, to which I almost always have to go, oh yeah, I, I saw those a few weeks ago. I just keep forgetting. Um, and she's and she'll say, you know, you need to write those things down. Okay, well, here's the question is what, here, here's the thing. What is important to you? I've said this many times. What's important to me is connecting with other people. Are those things, why or why aren't those things important towards that? Because we just had this conversation last night. Well, I was like, yep, you, you helped me come to a reason. So I, I'm hoping maybe it will, it will, I will get better at it. What you said. No, no, I'm, this is actually a question. Okay. Because like I want to know, is something like changing a light bulb important for your ultimate goal? It is not important to me, but it may be important to my goal because it's important to other people. And if I want people to be comfortable, 
and and be able to connect with each other without worrying about whether the bathrooms are clean or the the light bulbs have been changed or if we've swept that day or if there are handprints on the mirrors. Um, if all of those things are done, we have the opportunity to connect with people. If we if, if all of the quote maintenance things about the studio and my life and home and car and everything, all of those are taken care of, then I have more freedom to connect with people in the way that I want to. I well, because I, I think we're trying to, we're getting at the heart of the whole issue with resolutions in the first place is why are we doing them? Like, because if we just are doing it for this ephemeral concept of like doing better, I'm doing the right thing and I'm doing a good thing and I'm losing weight and I'm going to be healthy. But we don't ask ourselves, why do I want to be healthy? Why do I want this to ha- happen in my life? Like, for me, getting to bed at 10 p.m. is not a, it's very specific, like, towards feeling better. Like, when I first started, it was towards not being sick. Yeah. I really wanted to not be sick anymore. Now, it's like, even if I stay up late, I'm not that sick. But it's very specific towards, I want my life to be really good. And I want it to be good because that's just what I want. Like, you can get to a base level at some point where it's just like, this is just what I want. And there's no real value judgment on it. It's just just, just what I want. So in that sense, it's like, that's kind of like, that's like the, the interesting thing to me. It's like, where do you draw the line and say like, this is not helpful towards my goal, so I'm not going to try to like stick to it. Yeah. Well, I think it is right at the at the crux of it. And it is the thing that we've talked about in many of the podcasts. It's that awareness choice in every moment. Okay. So every moment you have choices to make. But if you're not aware of what your reason for doing them is, your ultimate reason or the connection between doing that and what your ultimate purpose is, you won't make you won't make a choice that helps you. And and sometimes that's that's the biggest problem is is there how do you become aware of that purpose all the time or the connection to that purpose all the time? For you going to bed early is really easy. You know, last night you went to bed early, you got up this morning at 5:30, you've been doing stuff that you enjoy all day long and you've felt good. Um eating properly, you know, somebody who wants to lose weight. Nobody wants to lose weight just because they want to lose weight. They want to lose weight because they think they'll look better or they'll feel better. They'll make somebody else happy. They'll fit in their clothes. They don't have to buy new clothes or they can they can buy new clothes. There's lots of reasons behind that. But every choice that they make about the food that they eat or the exercise that they do or don't do or the rest that they get or don't get, they're not thinking about all those reasons. There's no awareness, which is why I think the refueling is so important. But I, but if you don't, if if you don't, and I'm I'm kind of crystallizing my own thoughts on this as we're speaking. I think in order for those res, any resolutions to work, you have to you have to know why the reason why has to be important to you has to be your choice, and you have to be made aware of it regularly. Not constantly, but regularly. Well, 
that reminds me, Homer Simpson, mm-hmm. he has a pic he has a bunch of pictures of his third kid, Maggie. This is a fictional character from The Simpsons, Homer okay. Simpson. <laughs> he has a bunch of pictures of Maggie on his wall at work. And then on the wall it says, Do it for her. Which he hates his job. He has to do it every day, but he does it for her. So that is his motivation. So I think in the same way, it's like, that's what we have to keep in mind. Because what happened to me when I was trying to go to bed early is the motivation to go to bed early to feel good, that gets lost. And it's just like an intrinsic thing where I'm just trying to go to bed just to go for the sake of going to bed early. Just to say you can do it. This is one of those instances where extrinsic goal or extrinsic, extrinsic rewards is what you're going for with a, with a resolution. Okay, this is not like making music just because you do it for its own thing and you like doing it. You are doing this purely for the product that you're going to get out of it because generally it's not going to be something that you enjoy doing. If you can make it something you enjoy doing, all the better. But in general, it's not. So like if you want to do 8,000 push-ups a day because you want to have a super ripped body because it's going to make you really happy, that's the extrinsic reward is having the super ripped body. But you're going to have to do the stuff that you really hate, but you got to keep that in mind of what you're getting out of it. Not just, oh, I didn't do my push-ups today. I got to do my push-ups. It's like, no, oh, I didn't do my push-ups, which will get me what I want. So I got to do this to get what I want. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that's that says everything we've been trying to say is that it it's, you know, it's your greedo. It's, I don't want to do push-ups today, but I do want a ripped body. Without doing my push-ups today, I, I am, def- I'm not working towards that. Yeah. Well, I mean, does that make sense? Does that have been your experience that you forget about what you're doing it for, and you just like are just had this general sense of like, oh, I broke the rules today. Yeah. Uh, I absolutely have. Well, not not ever, but it is really difficult for me to do something just because it's the rule. Uh, it's re- I have to have some reason but my my eating better i've you know i've been working on it for years but last summer when i couldn't use my hands because they the joints were so swollen and achy that i couldn't turn the doorknob on my bedroom and got stuck and had to have tiffany come and let me out of my room every day everything i ate like when i'd wake up the morning the first thing i do is try to use my hands and every day it got better which really helped me solidify um, and then for me, when I, when I eat things that are inflammatory, anywhere I've ever been injured, that's where I start to hurt first. And, and it reminds me like, oh, 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 I have, I've been eating things either purposely or by accident that I don't want to eat because I can feel it right now. So that, that reason, I don't want my hands to hurt. I don't want my feet to hurt. I don't want any, I don't want to hurt when I wake up in the morning, helps me stay on track on food. Now, now I'm, my new goal about food is I want to wake up every day feeling good. Not just the days that it makes, you know, that it was easy for me to eat well. Um, But if I had to just say I'm eating well because the doctor says I need to, or I know that it's bad, if I can't, if I, I can't, I'm not capable of just doing it because it's a rule. Right. Because I think rules are guidelines and not. 
<laughs> yeah, I think uh, that's like, I, I don't know. It's just, I got still have lots of thoughts about it, I feel like, but we're going to have to wrap up here. I think in general, I think that's the big like uh, takeaway from it for me is that you just got to find what your meaning is. Why are you doing it? Like, why are you doing anything? You know, like if you really like look at it, like what do you want out of, I've been asking this question for a while now, but it's like, what do you really want out of life? And like, why, why do you want that? You know, like for me, like I've been thinking more and more about it recently. It was like, if I feel good, I really don't really care what's going on in life. Like I'd like lots of different things. So I'm okay with all of these, all the variety. And if you leave it open-ended like that, life will give it to you open-ended. But, or if you leave it like, um, like very specific, like I think I talked about this before, but Arnold Schwarzenegger says that he got everything he wanted because he was super specific about what he wanted. He said, I want to be the weightlifting champion of the world. That is super specific. Like you yeah. can't get more only one person like that at a time. Yeah. You can't get much more specific than that. But if you just say like ephemeral things, like I want to be happy, that, that works too, but you're going to get random results. If So where was I going with this? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, my point is just like, yeah, just find the meaning, you know, like find your meaning yeah. and don't worry so much. Like, Maybe this it's all colored through my lens because my thing is I've always known that I could find my own meaning. It's just I never felt like my meaning was acceptable to the rest of society. But now I'm like, it doesn't matter if it's acceptable to them or not. I'm not doing anything to you. You can go. Do your own thing. Do your own thing. That's not what I was going to (laughs) say. I know it wasn't. (laughs) You can go do your own thing. And that's great. We'll both go do our own thing. Yeah, It's. Now, the big trick is, is when other people are doing their own thing and it's directly hampering your own thing, that's a whole nother can of worms that I haven't figured out yet. Yeah. And that's, that's a, a subject for another day. And, and I, and I really think separation is the, is a topic we need to cover at oh, some time. That's a good one, yeah. um, maybe we'll do that next uh, because separation from the things and or people or circumstances that don't help you get where you're going or help you fulfill your purpose as you've stated it to yourself sometimes you you have to make a decision and and we should talk about what those decisions are and what your options are and and how you go about making a decision and then feeling okay with it for the time being Mm. until you make a new decision because that that that's just how the world is okay i got a funny thing to before we close Speaking of meaning, uh, so this is a strange thing that happens with people who play a lot of video games, but they we develop these things called backlogs where we develop, we have a bunch of games that we haven't played. We, I mean, at least we've tried them usually. Like sometimes people own games they've never even played, but you get in the sense in your head like, oh, I need to finish that game. And I've had that sense many times in my life. And I was just thinking about it now. I was like, why, why do I want to finish the games? Like what, there's no real good meaning behind it for me. So that's why I've never finished the games. Like, it's it's just funny. It's almost like an OCD thing. It's kind of like, oh, I got to go wash my hands. Why? And I think it might just be like a quirk in the brain that you get that. But <laughs> like, I think that's a good example of something where 
I've been like, oh, I'm going to finish all the games. I've never made like a New Year's resolution because I've never felt like it's been big enough of a deal. But, um, and I actually have worked through a backlog before. And consequently, I didn't enjoy the games I was playing. I finished all of them. You were doing it because it was a rule. That's so weird that you're my son. Yeah, it's weird. And you will do things because you've set some arbitrary rule for yourself. No, I'm very much a rule follower. Oh my God, dude, when I was a kid, like, can you imagine? That's what's so frustrating is that people gave me rules. Okay, I'm sorry for cursing, but like that's like that's still a point of contention. Like I'm not, I haven't resolved that kind of like resentment about that. It's people gave me these rules that actually hampered my development. Yep. And and you, like you got to find you got to find the joy in that in that <laughs> in that you are now unlike most people that either stay with that their whole lives or they eventually get out of it, but they don't they don't appreciate the changes that they have in they have made for themselves and you are you are really experiencing the change from following rules that somebody else made up into being your own person you know half well most of the population of the human population go through their whole life with blinders on and never even realize that they could have made a change let alone experience it and do it on purpose that's so yeah. had nobody ever given you those shit rules and you just had great <laughs> rules, you'd just still be following them. That's true. But if if there were good rules, <laughs> you might not mind. Yeah. I might not mind. Yeah. OK, well, I think that does it for today's episodes. episode. Episode. <laughs> <laughs> were we going to talk about questions? Oh, right. Um, if you have questions, we would like to answer them. So please comment on this youtube video or in facebook video or email them to us at revelfitness at gmail.com or ask us in person or text us if you have our phone number <laughs> just find a way to get us the question and we want to answer it not that we have the answers but, but we can give you our take on it <laughs> we'll give you our take but also it'll help us just define what our answers would be because like i don't even know what i think lots of times until somebody asks me I'm like, i don't even know and sometimes, sometimes I find that after I'm after you and I are talking, and I've heard your opinions, that I that I, I feel like I need to reevaluate my ideas. It's not that that I'm persuaded that, you know, you're right, I'm wrong, but that that, wow, I didn't realize there was another way to think about something. Yeah. So it's really helpful for us too. Okay, and I say go make a New Year's resolution. Why not? They're fun. Just figure out what your reason it. for it is. Yeah, just find. And, and then re- we'll help you refuel. Yeah, like. I mean, if you if you want to make the New Year's resolution, I want to eat 800 Oreos next year, I will help you make that happen. <laughs> Just out of morbid curiosity, if that's your thing, let's do it. Okay, thank you for listening. Bye.